Hey, everybody. Hold on. Hold on. What? what? Hold on there. Hey, hey, whoa, hey. What, Hank? Okay, go ahead. Okay. Uh, what, was, what was the problem? There was an airplane going over. Well, I don't think anybody could hear the airplane, and I don't know if anybody would care. Yeah, but that's what you do in Hollywoods when you... Hollywood. That's what I said, Hollywoods. Hollywood. Yeah, Hollywoods. In Hollywoods, they say they, the sound guys go, Hold, hold the funny airplane, hold the airplane, the plane here. Well, yeah, normally on a film, when you're filming, Hank. Yeah. And they want good sound if an airplane or a train or traffic or whatever is happening, they may say, holding for the plane. And I've been a sound guy many times recording dialogue on films and stuff. Uh, and I've had to say, holding for the plane. <clears throat> Excuse me, a little horse. Yeah, you little horse, you're holding, holding a horse on the plane. No, now you're confusing the entire thing. Yeah, what's going on with your voice? I, it's fine. It's little allergies. And I just noticed just now, yeah, it just sounds a little hoarse, doesn't it? Mm, I'm a horse. Okay, well, you've completely derailed the uh, beginning of episode 30 of the James Arnold Taylor podcast, Hank. Yeah, that's how I derail it. Like the train. Hold it for the train. Okay, all right. Yeah, um... So it's, see, now I'm completely thrown. Welcome, everybody, to the James Arnold Taylor podcast. Hank, the engineer, uh, was trying to be kind and say, you know, there was an airplane going over there. So we don't live in a flight pattern necessarily, but there are planes every once in a while that fly over our house. And you could hear it a little when I first started. You get, But I, I don't think any of you would have heard it. You can go back to the beginning and listen. You probably won't hear anything. All you'd hear is me and then Hank going, what was that? That was supposed to be me? Yeah, that's you. Let's not do this again, this dance. What, we're dancing? Yeah, we're, we're dancing. We're dancing, Hank, we're dancing. I like to do the cha-cha. I like t- tango and cha-cha. Yeah, okay. You tango and cha-cha with your wife? Yeah, yeah, we're pretty good. We won competitions. <laughs> I doubt that very serious, but I, okay. No, we did. I, I bring in the trophies. I do the cha-cha and the tango. Really? No, I'm kidding. Stop it. Don't stop it? No, you, no. Look, I said don't, and then I said stop it. What do you, says, my wife does that. She gives me a bad time too. I'll go, don't stop it. Don't stop it? Hey, you know, okay, all right. Anyways, Hank, are you drinking water? No, I had some of your water. Would you, don't drink my water. Ah, that is good water. That's why I have this one. It's a backup. See, you thought I was, but that, that one there is not my water. You tricked me. You did the old switcheroo. I did. I did the old switcheroo, Hank. Welcome to the James Arnold Taylor Podcast. It's episode 30. 30 episodes we've done of this. Uh, boy, I remember them all like they were yesterday. Not really. Oh, so many characters we've had on the uh, James Arnold Taylor Podcast. Who do we have on the show? We have, um, oh, Mr. Announcer Guy. Oh, yes, James. You want to do the big uh, 30th episode uh, intro for the show? Yeah, sure, man. Here we go. Let's get some different music then. All right, yeah, kind of a big deal kind of music, you know, like an award show or something. Some che- Hey, Jerry, the music man. Yes, James. Give us some, uh, like, cheesy award show kind of big, over-the-top music. You got it, James. Ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, it's the James Arnold Taylor Podcast. Talking to myself, the Jetcast. 
episode 30. Now, here he is, the guy that's done all the voices in every episode, except for the voices that weren't him because he was interviewing people and playing clips from things. James Arnold Taylor! Thank you, Mr. Announcer Guy. You got it, James. I'm going to go now. All right, thanks. It is episode 30. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Don't you think? I think that's pretty cool. Hey, so uh, the shows for the next, uh, I don't know, the next uh, four four or five shows are going to be sponsored. We have a sponsor for the show. That's pretty exciting, isn't it? That's exciting. Now, uh, many of you, if you've been listening to the James Arnold Taylor podcast from the beginning, you would know I interviewed my friend Alan Arnold, who is an author and all-around great guy. Uh, He's a speaker. He's a keynote speaker. He is a writer. He, uh, he is a producer, he is an editor, and he's a, a wonderful human being. And if you've listened to the shows, you know he wrote a book called The Story of Width. And uh, the book, we did an audio book, uh, in fact, and Catherine Tabor voiced the character in it, Mia, and I voiced the other parts of the book that were more of the kind of, I don't want to say instructional parts, but, you know, like kind of getting into the the, the the whole of, you know, what's your story and such. So the story of With is, um, well, uh, first off, it's sponsored. This the, the James Arnold Taylor podcast is now sponsored by Alan Arnold's book, The Story of With, okay? It's a um, it's a book that can, it can really change the way that you approach your dreams and your creativity, I think. And Alan is a dear friend of mine, and he's had such an impact on me and and, and my own life. And so, uh, so, like I say, you know, Kat and I recorded the book um, but Alan he's so Alan has worked with hundreds of different novelists and artists and creative thinkers and he's um, he's uh, as he would say he would he's distilled his ideas into this book okay so y- if you think of the story of with the book by Alan Arnold as a, a roadmap to bigger dreams truer success and greater creativity that's that's pretty you know so like I think most people that listen to the James Arnold Taylor podcast are looking to pursue their dreams, create bigger dreams, uh, find out who they really are, what they're about, you know, and such. And that's why it's a perfect fit to have Alan's book, The Story of With, sponsor the show here for the next few weeks. And um, it, because it, it, it also, through through the story of With, the book, if you get the book, go, so you go to Amazon, amazon.com, or you can go to audible.com, you can get the audio version, and then you'll hear me and Catherine Tabor reading the book. That's pretty exciting. That's worth the price of admission right there, isn't it? And uh, But check out the book on Amazon.com as well. You can get it on uh, Kindle and all the reader you know, type ones and such. Or you can get uh, the actual hard copy book, which I have a hard copy. I still, I'm old school. I like hard copies of books. And um, get this book, okay? That See, that's the wonderful thing. So that's really why we're having it sponsored. The show is I want you all to buy the book. I'm not ashamed to say it. I want you to go and slap down that. Let's, I'm, I'm, hang on. I'm going to... Amazon right now. I'm going to tell you how much it is. Amazon.com. Okay. I'm going to type the story of with Alan Arnold book. Okay. The story of with the better way to live, love, and create. Paperback. Look at this. For Kindle, it's eight bucks. Eight bucks. That's what? One and a half cups of coffee. If you go to Starbucks in those places. The audiobook, which again, get the audiobook. It's fantastic. And not just because I'm in there and uh, Kat's in there, but because it's fun. It's a fun way to, to do it. That is $14. 
Or if you have an Audible account, you can do it on one credit. Look at that. Or if you get the actual paperback book, which again, I'm a fan of good old school paperback books. Uh, it's 17 bucks. It's $16.99. Okay. $16.99. Still not bad. That's, that's the average price of a book right there. But with this book, you get more. <laughs> you really do. You get your money's worth. I'm, you know, I'm not, see, here's the thing is, is the book is, is sponsoring the show, but I would say this anyways. In fact, I did. We had what Alan on for like three or four episodes of the, of the podcast before. And I interviewed him and we talked about the book. I would say this anyways, because this book is going to help you. Okay. Listen to you. Ted Decker is a, a best-selling author. He says, unique and powerful. The story of with will take readers deep into the discovery of their own identity. I think everybody wants that. Bravo. This fascinating blend of storytelling and teaching will shift the thinking of all who take this journey. That's from New York Times bestselling author, Ted Decker. He knows a thing or two about stories. So the book is an allegory, meaning it's a, it's a, it's a story. Well, let's, let's, again, I've done this before, but let's look up. Let's open a tab. What is an allegory? An allegory is a story, poem, or picture that can be interpreted to reveal a hidden meaning, typically a moral or political one. Now, this is not a political message in this book. I will say that. Um, it is uh, the Pilgrim's Progress is an allegory of the spiritual journey. Well, I would say the story of with is kind of a uh, allegory of the spiritual journey as well. Each person's own spiritual journey. So James Arnold Taylor podcast, episode 30, sponsored by Alan Arnold's book, The Story of With, A Better Way to Live, Love and Create. I'll talk about it a little bit more uh, later on in the podcast, but there you go. Go to amazon.com, go to audible.com and get that book. Please do, do me a favor. If you're a Jat fan and you love what Jat says and does, you're going to love this book. Honestly, because it really gives you actual practical tools. Okay, I love you, Alan Arnold. And uh, and I, I wish you the absolute best with the book. And I hope many, many people get the book after listening to this. I hope that we see uh, some numbers uh, go in there. That'd be fun. So here it is, episode 30. Now, you know, look, I thought, uh, man, there's so many things I could say and do because it's a podcast and that's what you do. I'm going to share with you all some of the podcasts I listen to. And one of them specifically... Uh, my buddy Zeke Cam does. I'm going to uh, try to get Zeke and Jared Rasick. Rasick? Rasick. I'm sorry, Jared. I listen to your podcast all the time. How do I not know how to pronounce your name? But Jared and Zeke, uh, they are on this, it's called Unwinder. And they record this live from the last Blockbuster video store in uh, Oregon, in Bend, Oregon. So Zeke and I have been friends for many, many years. Zeke is a very uh, talented filmmaker, writer, producer, director, uh, inventor. He has invented some really cool things. And, and Jared is a film critic and, uh, and a darn good one, actually. I, I find I generally agree with him. And I don't even know Jared. Um, <laughs> look at that. But I want to try to get them on the podcast here sometime. But uh, if you're looking for a fun just a couple guys like this show. Now uh, they they might cuss and stuff and theirs and it's and it's not a Christian show or anything. You know I'm not a Christian show either, but I talk about my faith a lot here. Um, but uh, they're just two fun guys sitting in a blockbuster video, a video store, and they're talking about movies and pop culture and just stuff. And it's just a fun, funny show. And they have guests on. They got good guests on too. Um, and so uh, so check out Unwinder. Okay, so this is just kind of my, uh, you know, my episode where I'm talking about things that that 
that I watch and listen to. And of course, it is sponsored by the story of with Alan Arnold. So, uh, but I'm giving you, so like you should have a pen and paper with you when you're listening to this episode of the uh, Jackcast because I'm giving you a bunch of stuff that I listen to, that I like, and that I recommend. But uh, anyway, so uh, yeah, what else do I listen to and recommend? Um, Podcast wise, I listen to Unwinder. Yes. Uh, I listen to the Forcecast. I listen to Speech Bubble. I listen to Coffee with Kenobi. I listen to Hello Baby. I listen to Going Off Topic. That is a, a, a listener here uh, at the uh, at the uh, Jackcast. Snark Monkey by my good friend Larry Morgan. Talking Tunes, uh, which I believe Talking Tunes is coming back. Uh, Big Pop Fun by my buddy Tom Wilson. It's uh, he's not making new episodes, but it's still in there. Uh, uh, I listen to Know the Truth. One of the most powerful podcasts I listen to is called Know the Truth with Pastor Philip DeCourcy. Uh, go to knowthetruth.org or ktt.org and check them out. Man, is that good stuff. I listen to uh, John Eldridge's Ransomed Heart. And that's my good friend, Alan Arnold, who wrote the story of With, A Better Way to Live, Love, and Create, sponsoring this show. Uh, he works for Ransomed Heart and he is on their podcast quite a bit. You can actually, you can hear Alan if you, because if you bought the book, uh, Story of With, and you're like, I wanted to hear Alan's voice and you heard James's voice, you can hear Alan on uh, the Ransomed Heart podcast quite a bit. I listened to Tony Evans, uh, Dr. Tony Evans, his podcast, uh, and that is called The Alternative. These are, you know, most of the ones I listen to, yes, they are Christian. Uh, I listen to The Bible Project, and, uh, and like I say, Speech Bubble, that's my, my good buddy, Butch Hartman and Jace Deal. Uh, I listen to uh, Dr. Charles Stanley. Uh, uh, Hello Baby is, of course, Matt Lanter and Angela Lanter. And I, I listen to their podcast all the time. And Matt, so Matt listens to this podcast and Matt then does, he, he was doing uh, impressions of Hank and stuff on theirs. And that's great. I love that. Um, so those are some of the podcasts I listen to. Uh, let's see. What else? What do I do? I don't know. Ah, I drink a lot of water. That's what I do. Drink some water, everybody. So I thought it'd be fun to talk about those. Uh, I thought it'd be good if we uh, took some uh, emails. I, I'm, you know what? I'm, uh, I'm gonna maybe give Bob the day off. Hey, Bob, 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 Bob. Oh yeah, hello, 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 James, 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 James. You know what, Bob? I'm gonna read the emails today. Oh, oh, and dibbity doo and dibbity dee. Okay, I'll just, uh, I'll, I'll go in the other room and listen to the show. All right, Bob. Thanks. Okay, and dibbity dee. Bye bye. Look at that. I'm not doing a ton of voices on the show today. Uh, for one, I'm a little uh, I'm a little froggy. I'm a little hoarse. A lot of allergies and stuff. And if I can't do the voices, great. I'm not going to do them. Uh, but also, uh, sometimes I just feel like talking. And if I, if, if I have to do the voices, then it's like I'm trying. So normally on every episode, you know, 29 other episodes of this show, I have uh, started with a little bit where I'm talking with one of the voices or several of the voices and doing bits and stuff. And I was going to get into all that and do all the voices that have been on the show, uh, you know, here because we're at the 30th uh, episode. But it's not like 30s, like, any, you know, when I get to 100, then that'll be a big party. Um, 30 was just, it was just kind of fun to say 30. So today I am going to just uh, read some of these emails. I want to get through them all. And if I'm not doing, if Bob's not in here reading them, I get through them a little quicker. So anyways, there you go. So I'm going to read some of these. Uh, let's see. Let's take a look. This is from Josh in Australia. Uh, good eye, mate, I should say. He says, hi, Jat. Now that you've been podcasting YouTubing for a while, do you find yourself absorbing more of the behind the scenes stories so that you can talk about them in your shows? 
I'd love to hear a behind-the-scenes recap from each episode of the new season of Clone Wars as they air, and I wondered if podcasting has changed your perspective while being on the job. So, Josh, that's interesting. Um, you're asking, um, well, obviously I can't talk about Clone Wars until they're out, but you're saying that when they're out, uh, maybe after they've aired, I can then talk about behind-the-scenes of what went on in, in each of those episodes. Uh, yeah, you know, we'll see. We'll see. I, You know, I mean, uh, we're still sworn to secrecies and NDAs and stuff we're not really supposed to talk about stuff uh no matter what but um yeah i mean you know uh and and then you ask also do i uh, take in more of the behind the scenes stories now so i can talk about them later no because i'm so trained to not talk about anything and i and, and as i say you're really we're really as voice actors and and ndas and stuff we're really not supposed to talk about stuff even after it's come out we're not supposed to really get into the behind the scenes and the minutia. So I usually wait a good five years or so before um, talking about things because then it's kind of, you know, it's really over and done and then I can talk about it. Uh, so like, you know, I'll tell some stories every once in a while from stuff we did on Clone Wars, you know, before because I was, you know, five years ago or whatever. But uh, and wondered if podcasting has changed my perspective on being while being on the job. Um, yeah, yeah, maybe a little, maybe a little. I don't know. You know, the thing I love about podcasting is it just allows me the opportunity to just be me and just talk to you guys. And I, it's, it's kind of like my stage show, my stage show. I really did just to kind of show people who I am and what I am and what I'm about. And I'm rewriting the show right now. And I'm having actually a lot of trouble because I wrote this great show. And, and I know that sounded very, I don't mean that to sound like, Oh, I wrote this great show. I mean, just, I know this is a great show because everybody loved the show and it was, it was very well received and I really enjoyed it. Um, I know it was a good show and it's okay, by the way, to say that if you do something that you're good at, it's okay to say that you're good at it. It's, it's, it's not a humble brag or whatever uh, people say. It's just, you know, be honest. If you know you've done something that's that's admirable or good or well done, you can say, well, I know I did a good job with that. I know I did a good job with my stage show talking to myself because, uh, you know, I I've taken it all over the world and um, I get multiple standing ovations in each show and people say their lives get changed by it and affected by it. And uh, people write me letters uh, all the time about it. So I know that it's a great show. I know that it's an inspiring show. And so I'm rewriting it and trying, trying to change it, add more about my personal life in it and my personal story, because my personal story is an interesting story. Um, you know, my story is, is like one out of a movie. It really is, uh, you know, discovering, that I wasn't who I thought I was uh, at the age of 42 and, and my father wasn't who I thought he was and and all that's very interesting story and so I'm trying to work some of those elements into my uh, into my stage show while still keeping it upbeat and fun and and doing characters and all of that so I've been working on that um, so uh, all of these things change my perspective I guess to a degree but uh, and I love sharing behind the scenes stories I, I really do Josh um, I I wish I could share more of them. It's just unfortunate that I can't really until later. So what I try to do is I try to give you guys little stories here and there from, you know, my, my way in the past, you know, when I either wasn't signed to NDAs or the NDAs have kind of run out because the shows have come and gone and such like that. But, um, so yeah, so, um, yeah, I, it, it's changed my, how has podcasting changed my perspective, uh, while being on the job? Well, I, I get, I don't think it really has on the job because again, on the job, it's just different. Um, I mean, the only thing is, is I may be talking to a friend on the job and go, Hey, I should have you on my podcast sometime or something. But yeah. <laughs> All right. So there you go. Um, let's see. This one is from Nicholas in the United States. 
Nicholas says, Hey there, James. You may know me as the solo photographer on your YouTube comments. Oh, solo photographer. Yeah, I just read actually some of those on the last uh, week's episode. Uh, I just wanted to say thank you for everything you do. The tips of being a voice actor, your stories, especially your Disney stories. Being present for all of your Star Wars weekends moments are probably some of the highlights of my life. And you are truly an inspiration for me as an actor, but as a avid Disney fan and of course, Star Wars fan. Just wanted to say thank you for everything you do and being a positive role model for me. If you ever do call on the show... If you ever do calls on the show, which we did talk about doing calls on the show at one point, I would love to be on it and talk about experiencing Star Wars weekends and how you did it all. I actually just dealt with black mold in my house and had to leave my house for six months due to home renovations and getting it out, uh, out the mold out. It did damage my insides and voice, but because of you, I didn't freak out about it and managed to deal with it. And I thank you again for that. Take care, Jat. Wow, Nicholas, I'm so sorry to hear about that. And if you uh, have folks listening to the show, if you know my story at all, I uh, was exposed to black toxic mold years ago and lost my voice and all of that. So that's why Nicholas is saying that. Nicholas, my prayers are with you and your family, and I pray that your house is better now. And I, I just, I pray for uh, the best for you. I really do. And I'm sorry to hear that you had to deal with black mold. Uh, I pray for your health and uh, all of your health, uh, everybody in the house. And, um, but uh, thank you. Yeah. You know, uh, you're, you're talking about if I ever do phone calls on the show, I, I'd like to do phone calls on the show. It's just really just a matter of um, figuring out a time to say, Hey, I'm going to do phone calls on social media and then giving the number out. And then see, the problem is, is then people are going to just keep calling the number all the time too. But, um, but it's a computer number. It's on the computer and stuff. It's a program and all that. So we'll try to figure it out. And if so, then you can call in and that'll be wonderful. But thank you. And again, I'm so sorry to hear about the mold. Okay. Um, this one is from Derek in Orlando, Florida. Derek says, James, though you may not know this, and sad to say, sorry, I am a little behind on your podcast, but the uh, January 9th podcast, you said my name. Now, I know there are probably multiple Derek's that have emailed you in the past, as I have, but while listening to the podcast on 4-29-19, I told you I was behind, you said you prayed for me. For that, I thank you. And by the way, Derek, yes, it was you. Uh, I have an amazing life. My wife is awesome. I have a beautiful daughter. My job, well, that is the biggest pain in my life. <laughs> I also battle depression and anxiety. The day I heard you say my name in prayer, it lifted me. I felt God's presence. I'm trying to give more things to God. It is tough as I love control, but I am trying. So thank you, James. Your words are lifting people. Your prayers are making a difference. You are truly one of the kindest people I have ever met. And, and I met you, I guess, Derek, at Star Wars Weekends, you say. So James, I too will say a prayer for you and yours. For the love you have shown me and us, I pray God will bless you the same. Derek, thank you so much. Uh, yes, for all of you, you know, uh, some people get uncomfortable with me talking about all that. And I could tell by the uh, massive amounts of thumbs downs I got on last uh, episode 29, which really bummed me out that people would give me thumbs downs on YouTube. Uh, and they don't put comments or anything. They just give me a thumbs down. And I, I have a feeling it was because I talked about how I pray and I talked about praying in Jesus name and all of that. Uh, and I talked about other religions and I think people were offended by that. So if people were offended, I, please, no, I'm sorry. Because I, it, you have to listen to the entire podcast because what I always will say is I'm not judging anybody else or trying to offend anybody. This is my belief system, you know? And I know you're going, here he goes again. Yeah, guess what? I talk about it every time because it's it's part of my life and um, it's who I am and it's what I do. And I I... Every day, give it over to God. And uh, you know what? My life is that much better because of it. It really, really is. And that's all I can tell you. 
It's the proof is in the pudding. Mmm, pudding. Yeah, I like pudding. Thanks, Hank. All right. So uh, there you go. Uh, th- thank you so much, Derek. God bless you. I'm praying for you as well. All right. Oh, I just noticed. Uh, I was I was going through these by the way, and I saw that one from uh, which I had read before. Uh, Megan uh, had asked about uh, Avengers Endgame. I did go see uh, Avengers Endgame a couple weeks ago. Everybody, uh, actually, the uh, the day the last episode came out, and I got to tell you, and and okay, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. If you if you have not seen Avengers Endgame yet. Fast forward the podcast. We're at 24 minutes and 12 seconds or so now. Jump ahead to about 26 minutes and 15 seconds, okay? So jump ahead about two minutes in the podcast. Do it now. All right, I'm going to talk about Avengers Endgame. I did not like Avengers Endgame. Uh, I thought it was depressing. I thought it was uh, sad. I thought it was not what um, comic books were about. Um I think that we uh, are getting too real in our movies nowadays and we've forgotten the joy of a happy ending. And I know many of you would say, no, it was hopeful and it was good. No, it was depressing. It was a depressing movie. And uh, the one before it was depressing and I was like, okay, but the next one won't be. No, this one was more depressing. And uh, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of Hollywood and movies being so uh, real. And, you know, and we have to be real about things and tell the real stuff and life's hard. And no, you know when life's hard? Life's hard when you decide life's hard and you are going to just be depressed about everything and, 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 and make everything real, Hollywood. Grow up, Hollywood. Make some fun, exciting movies that inspire people again. You know why I am who I am? Because I was inspired by movies as a kid. If I was a kid right now, I'd be depressed. You know why? Because every movie, including the superhero ones, stink. They're all about depressing things of people dying and bad guys winning and they destroy the city. It's dumb. I'm sorry if you disagree with me. I'm sorry if you all liked it. Please don't put a thumbs down on this show now because you don't like that I'm talking negatively about Endgame. I have a right to my own opinion. You have a right to your own opinion. But you don't have to give me a thumbs down because I'm saying my opinion on my show. Okay, so anyways, there you go. Wasn't a fan, didn't like it, thought it was depressing. Uh, Won't be watching any more of those anytime soon. Okay, did you jump ahead? Okay, you can stop. You can stop if you've jumped ahead. If you're one of those people that jumped ahead because you didn't want to hear the end game thing and all that, stop now. You can stop and you can listen and we'll get back to the emails. Here we go. So many wonderful emails from so many wonderful people. And uh, let's see. Hello, Jat. Steven here. I go by Cosmictron on YouTube. Most call me Cosmic. Was wondering whenever you had the time, I would like for you to drop into Dang's 0824 slash 7 Final Fantasy live stream just to hang out a bit in the chat with the Final Fantasy 10 fans. Of course, you can pick the date and time best for you, and I will get, I will tell Dang's 08. Dings, ding, yeah, I don't know. Hopefully, we'll make uh, we can make this happen for the community. Hetty Burris had the pleasure of dropping in yesterday. Uh, well, uh, thank you, uh, Stephen or Cosmictron, for the invite. Um, I more than likely will not uh, drop in on that, and and it is of absolute no offense. Uh, it's just not my thing. I just don't. I don't do the live stream stuff. I I just don't. I, I don't fully. <clears throat> grasp all that is involved in doing all of that and jumping in on chats and stuff. It's, I, I, it's, it's, it's just, I, I'm just not good at it. I'm just not going to do it. And, um, 
And, and I just, yeah, so uh, I, I really appreciate the invite because I know that you guys have invited me a few times to do this for our Final Fantasy fans. Look, I love all the Final Fantasy fans, even the ones that don't love me. And, um, and I, you know, I'd love to say thank you to everybody. So you can pass on that, uh, you know, uh, I send my absolute best to everybody and, and thank you everybody for supporting Final Fantasy for all these years. And you can, you can play this little clip saying thank you to everybody there at the, uh, the Final Fantasy live stream. Um, and, uh, and that is so cool that Hetty did it, but, uh, I, I, I just don't, uh, I just, I just don't do the live stream stuff. It's just not my thing. So, uh, I, I really appreciate the invite. I hope you're not offended by that. Please don't be, cause it's no offense. It's just, it's just not my thing. And I'm just not, I'm not good at that stuff. So, okay. So there you go. God bless you, my friend. I thank you so much for writing me. Uh, let's see. Now, uh, now I've been getting a few from, uh, a person by the name of Thanny. Thanny, if you're listening, I think your real name is Nathaniel. Uh, uh, you've sent me several emails to uh, the James Arnold Taylor podcast, the JatCast podcast. You've gone to jamesarnoldtaylor.com, clicked on the Jat Show link, and chose a topic, which is the JatCast podcast, and you've sent me some emails. You've sent me several. And um, and that's very nice of you. But here's one thing that I will ask, and I actually replied to your very first one, and I asked you kindly in it. So I'm asking you kindly here to stop addressing your emails to me as Jimmy. My name is not Jimmy. It is not Jim. I am James. You can call me Jat. You can call me James. But you cannot call me Jimmy. Uh, I am not Jimmy. And I don't like being called something that I'm not. So I've asked you politely. And it feels a little uh, disrespectful and rude now that you're sending me emails where you keep calling me Jimmy. Hey, Jimmy. Hey, Jimmy. It's not, it's not appreciated. And I'm asking you kindly to stop doing that. Um... Because the rest of your emails, you have questions and such, and that's fine, but um, you're not being respectful to me by addressing me by the way I'm asking to be addressed. And that's, that's what we, that's civil to do that. Okay. So you may go, you're Nathaniel and you may go by Thanny, but it doesn't mean that everybody else goes by uh, Jimmy or Joey or whatever. Uh, my name is James. So the next email I get from you, I would hope is redressed to James or Jat. I'm fine with Jat. Okay? So, until you can address the emails the way that I've asked you to, I'm not going to answer any of your emails. Okay? And I'm not trying to be rude, but I am trying to tell you realistically, I don't appreciate it. Okay? I've never been a Jimmy. I don't like being called Jim or Jimmy. Okay? All right. So, there you go. Thank you, Thanny. Um, This is... Sandra Bateman uh, wrote me a lovely letter, and it was very kind and and wonderful and all of that. And uh, and then, but she, you know, she wrote a book, and it's called "Commit Thy Work" by Sandra Bateman, and it's on Amazon. So look at that! I'm gonna give her a little plug there. Even though, yes, this show is sponsored by Alan Arnold's "The Story of With." <laughs> Sorry, Alan, I'm, I'm I'm plugging another book on Amazon. But while they're at Amazon picking up a copy of "The Story of With," they can uh, check out Sandra Bateman's book "Commit Thy Work." I'm just giving her a shameless plug. And Cassandra uh, is a, a fan of the Jatcast, and Cassandra is a, is a wonderful, lovely uh, young lady. And uh, Cassandra, I just want you to know I got your emails, and I emailed you back, and you. And I just want to say you are in my prayers always, and you can do it. 
Cassandra. You can do whatever you set your mind to in this, in this world and in this life, okay? I believe in you. I pray for you often. And I, I want you to know that, okay? All right, so there you go. Uh, let's see. What do we got? We got, boy, we got so many emails. Here's an interesting one from Francisco. And Francisco is from Italy. Wow. I want to go to Italy, Francisco. If I go to Italy, uh, maybe you can uh, show me around uh, Rome. You're from the capital Rome. It says, hi, Jet. You can call me Frank. Okay, I'll call you Frank. Sorry. Uh, and I'm from the capital, Rome. And I ad- admire you. I've admired you since the ha <laughs> thing from Final Fantasy X back in 2003 when I was playing it. And I was eight years old. I remember that it was uh, very hard for me to learn how to whistle like you did in the cutscenes. So my question is, were you already capable to whistle with two fingers in the mouth or uh, did you have to learn it for the part? Thanks, Frank. I appreciate the question. It's an interesting question because, you know, for those of you that know Final Fantasy X, uh, yes, Titus uh, does a thing where he puts, you know, that uh, puts the fingers in his mouth and does the whistle. You know that thing? Um, but uh, here's a little secret for you, Frank, and for all of you Final Fantasy fans that have wondered... That's not me whistling. No, I had a uh, stunt double come in and whistle for me because I cannot whistle with two fingers like that. But um, I can whistle like that. I can whistle. I'm actually quite a good whistler uh, both of those ways. And that was why it was helpful for me when I played Yondu in Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, The cartoon, the animated series, I play Yondu. And um, so it's been helpful for me uh, playing him that way and being able to whistle because I do all my own whistling on that show. But for Final Fantasy, I did not do my own whistling because I cannot whistle with the two fingers like that. It's a very specific sound to it. And so uh, my whistles that I did, would you'd be able to tell that it wasn't the same kind of whistle. So they had, I think, I think they used the whistle that they had done from the Japanese. They used the same whistle. Now, whether or not that was the actual Japanese actor... And his whistle, I do not know. I can't remember, actually. So there you go, Frank. Uh, God bless you, Frank. Uh, Italy, I think that's wonderful. And I hope to visit Rome someday. I truly do. I really do. Uh, it is one of my dream places to go, my wife and I. And you know, I I am a quarter Italian, I think, or something like that. And uh, so I, I have Italian in, in my blood. And so... Um, and basically, uh, a lot, a lot, a lot of English, Scottish, Irish, and then some Italian and some uh, Serbian. And uh, yeah, those are that's mainly what I am. On the you do the whole ancestry.com or the twenty three and Me. Uh, that's that's what I am because I didn't know because I I I thought my father was another person and then it was turns out it was another guy and. Uh, so there you go. Anyways, okay, I'm jumping around. But uh, there you go, Frank. Sorry uh, I, uh, sorry to disappoint. I didn't do the whistle. But uh, there you go. All right. Uh, this one is from uh, Jesus. Uh, and uh, Jesus says, oh, I, I, you know what? I'm going to have Bob come in and read Jesus's letter because he, he addresses Bob in this. Hey, Bob. Ooh, oh, yes, James. Yes, you're doing a wonderful job. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, oh, you want me to read? Oh, yes, I, I remember this one. Yes, okay, I will read it. Jesus says, uh, Hey, James, I'm really loving your podcast so far. I always listen to it in the car ride to and from work. You have such a gentle voice, and I'm so glad I decided to check out your podcast. Hank has got to be my favorite character so far. Hey, hey Jesus, yeah, all right. Hey, he's got good taste. Hello, 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 Jesus. All right. 
I actually uh, have a question concerning Final Fantasy X. As I was replaying it for the fifth time now, I came across a scene where Titus, after collecting all the Albed primers, has a short conversation with Rin, the Albed merchant, on the airship. So my question to you is, when it came to recording the lines for that scene, was it very difficult to read the Albed language, or was there a trick to speak it? I look forward to hearing your responses. I'm genuinely curious as to how it went down. Keep up the amazing work, James, and know I'll always be listening to your podcast till the very end. <laughs> Good. Well, I hope there is no end. I hope it goes on and on. But thank you, Jesus. I appreciate that. Oh, and then there's a P.S., Bob. Yes, that's a P.S. It says, oh, uh, hey, Bob, you're also doing an amazing job. Thank you very much. Okay, Bob, thanks. All right, we'll see you. So, um, yeah, in order, so again, a Final Fantasy X question. Uh, for many of you that uh, know Final Fantasy X, there is the, the Albed uh, language um, that I had to speak. And uh, if memory serves, it was not difficult. Um, basically, the uh, producer, Alex, who was also the translator for all of the Japanese producers. So we had, when we recorded Final Fantasy X many, many years ago, Jack Fletcher was the engineer, or the uh, director, excuse me. Jack Fletcher was the director and a dear friend of mine and a wonderful, wonderful director. He did a great job on that. He directed me. He chose me. He cast me. I, I love him to pieces for that and thank, am thankful to him and will always be thankful to him for casting me in Final Fantasy X. And uh, Jack and um, Alex, the producer, uh, so... Jack spoke English. Uh, Alex was an American and he spoke both English and Japanese. And so he would translate all of that, but he was also pretty good with languages and stuff. So if, if memory serves correctly, he kind of, you know, uh, read me through it a little and they helped me on, you know, pronunciations of things. Um, and I just kind of mimicked back what they did. And that's generally what it happens for me if I have to do like a strange language. You know, in, in Star Wars uh, worlds, I have to do that a lot too. And and so you just, um, you know, uh, I, I don't remember any of it offhand. Uh, sorry, Jesus, I don't remember. But yes, uh, so I remember it was fun. I always liked that. I always liked the challenge of kind of speaking another language or something. Uh, and of course, it's a, it's a language that is, is you know, from the game so it's it's a fantasy language so that makes it even more fun so uh, i don't i don't remember there being any real tricks other than just kind of copying what they would have me say <laughs> so uh at least i didn't have an uh i you know i i didn't do the whistle but i did speak the language so <laughs> there you go so those are some final fantasy uh 10 questions and i thank you guys for those i really do and uh this one is from uh, Eric out in Philadelphia says, uh, thanks for uh, recommending the Aston Origin microphone. It's what I'm using to record my comedy podcast. Oh, well, so uh, that's very cool. Uh, you have a comedy podcast. You didn't, you didn't uh, give yourself a shameless plug, Eric, to say what your podcast is. So I could uh, go back and listen to it and, and whatever. So anyways, uh, there you go. Let's go through and see what else we got. This is a lovely one I got from um, a a pastor actually by the name of michelle from the united states uh, says been a fan of your work uh since first discovering you were the voice for clone wars obi-wan kenobi and have recently started tuning into the Jatcast as of episode 19 uh, wanted to comment on episode 20 
in which you discussed bullying and some of the experiences your daughter has faced. Thank you for being willing to share such real-life experiences and for being a positive voice, for taking a stand, sharing your faith, and expressing that there are better choices people can make. I know your faith is an important reason for your perspective on life, and as a fellow Christian, I can relate. It's heartening to see those like yourself striving to live authentically what they believe and finding ways to share it in an uplifting way. While I'm sorry that your daughter or anyone would have to deal with issues like those you've shared, I commend you for what is evident in her response and behavior in those situations. I believe it demonstrates her faith and character as well as a testament to yours and your wife's efforts to be good parents. So keep up the good work there. Oh, I thank you so much for that, Michelle. Um, Also, uh, Michelle puts, I've enjoyed the past two episodes so much that I've also gone back to the beginning to play catch up. I'll confess to fighting the temptation to binge listen all the episodes one after another. Again, let me say how much I appreciate discovering the positive and encouraging entertainment venue. The Jackcast is fun and thought-provoking and is definitely displays your skill and love of your craft. I'm a children's pastor, so I'm also often on the lookout for things I can recommend to kids and families as entertainment choices that are family-friendly. I'll definitely be adding the Jackcast to my list of such re- recordings. Um, uh, uh, Rex, uh, recommendations, rather, uh, as well as telling friends who think would enjoy it. Thank you for sharing your love of voice acting in such an enjoyable and inspiring way. May God bless you for your faithfulness to share that love and how it meshes so wonderfully with your faith and life. And may the Lord continue to use you in the unique ways in which he has blessed you. In short, thank you, James, for sharing yourself with others. Such investments are not wasted blessings in Christ. Thank you so much, Michelle. That is a lovely email. And I read that whole thing uh, for a couple reasons too. One is you can always go back and listen to all the episodes if you're new to the show. Go back and listen because there is, you know, uh, there is kind of a story to it all. If you if you come in now, you may not really know who all these characters are that I'm doing and talking to and or that they're all me, you know, that all the characters on the show are me. So, uh, you know, uh, it's 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 a fun thing to do. And uh, of course, you know, this show makes me no money I don't do it for any of that. I do it just to uh, just to open the door of my life uh, for all of you and uh, show you what uh, what it's all about being a voice actor in Hollywood, living this kind of crazy life. As somebody had put, you know, on one of the uh, last episodes, um, they, they, they thought I was um, denigrating myself or, you know, putting myself down by saying I'm just a lowly voice actor. Or whatever. I, I, I say that in jest because the truth is, is just that Hollywood does not respect voice actors or look at us as, uh, as real actors or performers, really. It's interesting. Um, you know, it used to be, The voice actors could also get jobs as hosts on TV shows and stuff. And it's funny, my wife and I were scrolling through Hulu and looking at all these game shows now. Game shows are huge. And all of the hosts are actors. And they're not just actors. They're like movie stars. You know, Alec Baldwin, Elizabeth Banks, uh, Joel McHale. These are people that star on TV shows and movies. And now they're, um, they're hosting game shows. And so it's fascinating. Celebrity has taken over. And, um, so there's not as there's just not as much open for voice actors uh, or the everyday character actor to get work because celebrities want all of the work now. They want the voiceover jobs. They want the um, hosting jobs. They want uh, the cartoon jobs on on cartoons and and they want the TV commercial voiceover jobs. And, and sadly, these gigantic uh, corporations that own everything have the money to pay them. The, the way too much money. They could pay a voice actor a quarter of what they're paying an Alec Baldwin or a, and and you know Alec Baldwin would say, "Hey, hey, don't take money from my kids' mouths, James." And I'd say, "Alec, 
if you've invested your money well, which you should, and I know you have. And and again, I love Alec Baldwin. I think he's fantastic. I think he's great. Uh, I just don't want to see him host Match Game. Um, but uh, I would say, no, no, I'm not taking money out of your kid's mouth. You're taking money out of my kid's mouth, actually, because now as a voice actor, I can't get that work. And Hollywood and all the big corporations that run Hollywood now that also are making all the movies the way they are and thinking everything is uh, a group... Um, there's no creative decision making in it all. It's all about uh, what groups say, focus groups and stuff say, uh, are allowing this. And they're paying the money to pay the celebrities. And they think that all of you consumers only want celebrities. So let them know they're wrong. Let them know you'd like other celebrities like voice actors, like your favorite voice actors hosting things. I don't know. Or not, if you, if you don't want. It doesn't matter. Anyways, uh, it's it's crazy. And as long as we all kind of go, yeah, 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 you know, I guess they get them. But it, it's made it harder and harder for voice actors to find different things. Because I love hosting stuff. Now, I hosted Star Wars Weekends for many years. I hosted Star Wars Celebration. But even that, you know, I've, I've, I've been replaced by my friend Warwick Davis, who I love Warwick. But Warwick is a celebrity. He's an on-camera celebrity, see? So that's why... He's doing the job and I'm not because they think, well, voice actor, not as important. So I never am putting myself down. I'm just honestly telling you all that's the state of affairs in Hollywood is that we are not looked at as real performers and we just aren't. Um, And I'm not, you know, I'm not offended by it because I know we are real performers. Uh, I don't put myself down. I'm just telling the truth. It's it's a shame. Um, It really is a shame. But it, that's the way it is. Hey, I should give you all, thank you, by the way, uh, for all the emails, lovely emails. And I just want to read some of those and encourage you all to send me an email if you want. Um, so again, so many of the emails that I get are really just kind letters uh, saying thank you and stuff. And so I, I choose some of them and read them and others I keep private because I don't necessarily want to, you know, uh, make you feel funny if I'm reading your your really lovely letters to me where you kind of open up about your lives. I'm so appreciative of that. When you all send me letters that just kind of say, this is how this show has touched your life and changed your life or helped you. Uh, I, I just, I, it touches my heart. And I got to tell you, you know, um, this episode, I started and stopped three times before this. This is the fourth time I hit record to start the show. And I finally just went, blew past my feelings. The last episode I put out, I mentioned it briefly here just a little while ago. Um, I got some thumbs downs and it bummed me out. It really did. It really bums me out when I get the thumbs downs. You know, I expect that one thumbs down from that one person that uh, just doesn't like me. And I blocked them. And uh, so, uh, because they were saying really hateful things about me on YouTube in the comments section. And so I blocked them and, and reported them to YouTube, but uh, YouTube, uh, the system still allows them to give thumbs downs. And I think that that's wrong. I think YouTube, you should, if somebody's blocked, they should be blocked from being able to thumbs down somebody's video. I also think thumbs downs should only be given after somebody has listened to an entire or watched an entire video on YouTube. I don't think you should be able to put a thumbs down or a rating on something. You can comment, sure, but not a thumbs up or thumbs down until you've watched the entire thing. That's my opinion. That could be totally wrong, but that's my opinion as a YouTuber that puts out content and hates it when he sees thumbs downs pop up uh, within the first 30 minutes of a 90 minute uh, video that I know they couldn't have listened to the entire thing. Uh, I got like five thumbs downs right away. And I think most people were offended probably by my uh, talking about my faith and talking about um, my comparison of religions and such. I in no way am trying to say 
uh, other religions aren't important or anything. I wasn't trying to do any of that. So I, you know, didn't mean to offend people. And if they listened to the entire podcast, they would have noticed that. But so you'll notice that episode 29 was taken down off of YouTube. I did that uh, because uh, I, uh, you know, after not even 24 hours, I had gotten several thumbs downs from people. And I just thought, you know what? I, I, I just, I don't want to see all that. I just, I, you know, I'm not, uh, and, and you don't need to go, oh, James, don't let the haters get to you. They don't get to me. It's just, uh, I want this show to be a positive experience for everybody. And so um, if you put a bunch of thumbs downs just because you don't like something I said without actually hearing it out first and really listening and then thinking and going, does he have a right to that? Yes. Do I have a right to give a thumbs down? Yes, I do. And that's, you know, you may go, that's my right. Yeah, it's your right. But, you know, when people are putting content out, uh, heartfelt content, with the intent to help and educate people on who they are and how they are and what they are. I don't think you need to go and, and rain on their parade by putting a thumbs down without actually even taking it all in just because you heard one thing you didn't like. That's my opinion. And I may be wrong on that. And I may get more thumbs downs now. And if I do, you know what? People grow up. That's, that's what, <laughs> no, no. Uh, you know, just think before you hit that thumbs down that it's, uh, it's, it's, it's just, it's just silly. Anyways. So anyways, I'm uh, going to be wrapping this podcast up uh, a little quicker only because I'll be honest. Uh, it is the evening. It's almost 930 at night. My wife and I are alone because my daughter is uh, at camp at summer camp. And that's wonderful. One of two, she has two summer camp trips. Uh, one is a missions trip she's going on with our church and the other is with our church right now. And they're just having a fun trip. Uh, but uh, so she's gone. So my wife and I have time to spend together and uh, I really cherish that time. So uh, I'm doing this podcast now, but uh, I'd, I'd like to be hanging out with my wife. And and while, yes, I love all of you and you all are a priority to me. My family is the absolute first priority. And uh, so she was kind enough to say, go record the podcast because she knew I needed to put one out here. But uh, in turn, I want to give back to her as well and uh, give her some of my time and spend time with her. Anyways, uh, so uh, yeah, this episode, I want to just update you a little. So uh, the, the podcast may come out a little more sporadically. You know, I went to every other week and I, I want to try to make it as often as I can. I'd love to go back to weekly. Uh, it's hard to do with my schedule. And I was making this film that I'm making and a little update on the film. The film's production is actually halted right now. We are not moving forward right now. Uh, it's, very, it's very expensive to try and make a movie. And it's very difficult to try and make a low-budget film because your actors are paid the minimum. So their schedules uh, are hard to get together because they have to take the other work that's more important. So we've had to uh, take a break from shooting. We shot nine scenes that were my scenes and they've come out very well and we're very pleased with it. But, uh, and I, I, I would love to continue making this movie. Uh, I cut one scene together from the nine that we shot and I've showed it to a few very select people and everybody's comments have been that they just loved it. Now, the crazy thing is, is here, so when I made this movie, um, when I wrote the script and everything, I was really hoping that uh, Pure Flix or Affirm or one of these other uh, Christian uh, faith-based companies would uh, be interested in the script because it's an interesting, unique take. Uh, it's shot uh, 
in a way that can be done incredibly cheap. In fact, uh, I mean, you know, I have no budget for this movie at all. I'm making it just uh, quite literally out of my pocket, the money I have, wherever I have spare money. And I have the equipment, so I'm shooting that, and I'm doing favors. My friend James Burns, who's a brilliant filmmaker and uh, should get paid for his work, is is working for free for me. Jace Deal, uh, who's a, a, a great producer, wants to be a showrunner and all of that, and um, works for Butch Hartman and Speech Bubble and all of Butch's productions. Uh, these people are very talented people, and they're giving their time and effort. Uh, and and Robert Carpenter, another friend of mine who's a director and producer and uh, writer creator, uh, all giving their time and effort. Uh, Catherine Tabor, um, they're all they they love the project. They want to be involved in it, but it's very hard to get everybody's schedules right and stuff. And we don't have it. But so so I was saying. Um, I wanted uh, one of these companies to, uh, and I really was praying for that, that one of these companies would look at it and go, yeah, we'll give you the, you know, $50,000 it would take to maybe, you know, to make this movie. Because in a, in a perfect world, I'd have a budget of say like $150,000 or something, but I could, I, I literally could shoot this movie for $50,000 and pay everybody, and which would be wonderful. Uh, but right now I'm having to do it out of my pocket here and there and piecemeal because, you know, I'm doing it just out of my, out of my own pocket with what I have. And so we've had to halt production. Um, and the, here's the crazy thing is uh, all of the film companies that I've sent it to, they've all said, oh yeah, it's very unique, really creative idea. We like the script, all of that. But it's not a big enough budget for us. We're only concentrating on big budget movies like, you know, uh, $40 million or bigger, or, you know, big budget. They want big budgets for big returns. And I've actually had... Uh, I, I won't say which. I, I had one of these Christian companies. They are they are one of the top Christian companies of of Christian films. Say to me, the message is too Christian. <laughs> We're trying to veer away from that, and your message is too Christian. The crazy thing about this movie is it's not. I don't even. I you know. I, I'm calling it a faith-based movie because I do talk about faith in it, but this movie is basically like this podcast. It's more so about the story of people in their lives who happen to be Christian. And so because they happen to be Christian, they talk about their faith in it. It's not a come to Jesus movie. It's not a uh, God's not dead or uh, you know uh, any of these movies like that. I'm not knocking any of them either, but those have very specific agendas. This film doesn't have an agenda. This film is a lovely story based off of a biblical story, which is the prodigal son. So I guess in their minds, they see it as that's too Christian and we want a wider audience and uh, we want to cast our nets wide and we don't want to produce things that are just uh, Christian, which bravo, that's fine. That's good. That's great. But this isn't really a Christian movie. So I found it really interesting uh, and a bit disheartening, actually, that the biggest, um, well, one of the biggest uh, producers of Christian Christian content said, yeah, it's a little too Christian for us. <laughs> and again, uh, it I don't see it that way. And I don't know if anybody else that has read the script has seen it that way, except for these film companies. So there you go. I'm too Christian for the film companies that are the Christian film companies. I'm I'm too Christian for the non-Christian film companies. Uh, and uh, my budget is too small. The crazy thing is, is the budget of this film would be less than one day's budget 
on uh, the movies that they're talking about making, these $40 million movies or whatever. I can make this movie for, like I say, $50,000. Now, I'm not going to do, they all go, well, you should do crowdfunding. I'm not going to do crowdfunding. First off, I'm not going to ask all of you to pay me money so I can make a movie so you can go pay to watch that movie. That doesn't make sense. That's that's kind of stupid. Uh, look, I think crowdfunding is great. It's helped a lot of my friends and it's done a lot uh, for a lot of people. Um, it's not for me, okay? Uh, I just don't feel right doing it. I just don't. And I feel strongly about that. So, you know, if you're someone that prays, pray for a... Uh, a blessing for me to a financial blessing for me to be able to finish making this movie. Cause I want to make it. I really do. Um, I have a passion for it. I really want to tell this story. I think it's a really neat, enjoyable story. And for those of you that love this podcast, uh, I'm playing the main character and he's a lot like me and he just kind of tells this story to this young filmmaker that's making this documentary about him and shares with her stories and uh he just happens to be christian so he talks about his faith a lot but he's never pushing it on anybody or has any agenda and just like me uh so uh, so there you go you know i mean it's it's funny um it's just funny hollywood's perception so even christian hollywood is just not getting it in my opinion so um yeah I mean, what would I love in my life? I would love to be so financially stable that all I uh, that I could just create stuff for my YouTube channel and stuff for my podcast. Because I probably would switch to a uh, not daily podcast, but probably three to four times a week podcast, and I would make videos um, on my YouTube channel um, all the time. And I would paint my paintings, and I would just uh, and I would go and perform my show for free. I would just go around inspiring people even more so than I am now. That's what I would do if I, if I had all the money in the world. Well, and I would also give it to many charities. Um, so uh, anyways, I'm off on a tangent, but I wanted to update you all on the film Sons and Daughters and where it is. And right now it is uh, halted and it was a huge decision my wife and I made and it was a tearful decision. Um, but we made it a couple weeks ago and I shaved my beard off because uh, I had grown this beard for it. I got to be honest, uh, having, because the truth was, is there was no end in sight. So it was like, well, we could be making this movie for the next six months and I don't want to do that. I want to make the movie for two weeks. It would take two weeks to shoot this movie if I had the budget and, um, I would, I would shoot it and then I would spend the next several months editing it and creating the story. Um, and I need to find a great, uh, Photoshop, uh, specialist, somebody that can work in Photoshop really well. So if any of you are, uh, that send me an email. And uh, maybe you can uh, work on that. I have no budget. so. <laughs> but if you want a credit in a major motion picture that will eventually get released, there you go. That's what you can do. You can uh, send me a, a link to your work and I'll take a look and we'll see. Yeah, but oh no, but see, like uh, saying it will get released. Each one of these uh, big Christian movie companies all said, oh, but you know, when it's done, we'll distribute it for you. <laughs> so they'll, I, I can get it distributed after I make it. But no one will give the money to make it, even though the money is less than like the wardrobe would be or hair and makeup for uh, one of these films or the, the catering budget, uh, literally, for one of the films they're trying to make. Anyway, so that's what's happening with my film. It is on hold. It is, uh, I don't want to say it's discouraging, but it's sad. It makes me sad. 
Um, and the podcast, I want to be producing it more often, but I'm, I'm, uh, I'm struggling to find the time and the energy and the, uh, and all to do it all the time. And, uh, cause I gotta, you know, I'm doing a lot of cons right now too. I leave in a couple days for a con in, uh, Long Island and, uh, I'll be out there at, uh, at eternal con. So if you're in Long Island, please come and see me at the eternal con. Okay. There you go. So anyways, uh, it's getting later and later here in the evening and you can probably hear my energy level is actually winding down and my voice is uh, getting a little hoarse. So I'm going to wrap this podcast, but I will say I love you all. I believe in all of you. Please don't stop believing in yourself. And now you've got that song, Don't Stop Believing in Your Head, which is great because it's a great song. Go listen to it. It's very inspiring. Um, And do something inspiring with the rest of your time here today, tonight, tomorrow, whatever, whenever you're listening to this, okay? Uh, Be inspired. Because there is much in this world to be joyful for and to be inspired by. And it is my prayer that each and every one of you, even those of you that give me the thumbs down, even those of you that don't always like everything I say, would go, you know what, that guy, I may not believe exactly like him, but boy, he's honest and he's just, he's just being himself. And that's all I want to be. Because I love just having conversations with people like that. You know, that's the real deal right there. Um, so... Uh, God bless you all. May you be fruitful. May you prosper. And may you come to uh, a belief like the belief I have. That's, that's, my, that's my wish, obviously. Sorry if, if uh, that sounds like I'm pushing my religion on you. I'm not. And uh, may you have a blessed, blessed day, week. And the next one, just like this one, will be sponsored by Alan Arnold's book, The Story of With, A Better Way to Live, Love, and Create. It is available on Amazon.com. Go to Amazon.com, get the book, get it as a Kindle or get it as a paperback or get it as an audible uh, audio uh, book. All of them affordable, all of them wonderful. This book actually could, if you if you really apply it, if you really take it all in, uh, change your way of thinking and living and, and uh, pursuing your dreams. It really can help with that. It really can. And it's wonderful. And, I, you know, uh, the book is the sponsor of the show, uh, but uh, I'm not charging Alan anything for it. I'm just, I am so uh, taken by this, the story of with, and, and of course the with being with the creator, with God, with uh, creating with God. That's, that's the ultimate goal for all of us as human beings. And so that's why it's called the story of with and go back and listen to some of the episodes of the Jackcast where I interviewed Alan Arnold. If you have not listened to those, I interview him and then I play excerpts from the book as well. So you can really get a flavor for the book before uh, going and buying it on Amazon.com. But please do consider going to Amazon.com and getting the book. It's really, again, it's a labor of love for me to uh, and an honor and a joy to have Alan sponsor and for me to be able to talk about the book and plug the book here at the James Arnold Taylor podcast uh, each week here. So. Thank you, Alan Arnold, for writing a wonderful book. Until the next James Arnold Taylor podcast, I'll do more voices. It'll be more big and crazy and all of that, and I'll do more of that stuff. But for right now, I'm just, uh, I'm a little tired tonight, and my voice is a little, uh, oh, Michael J. Foxy kind of, uh, Mallory. And so I'm going to say thanks for listening to James Arnold Taylor podcast. Oh, Mr. Announcer Guy. Yes, James. Do your thing, man. Talking to myself, the James Arnold Taylor Podcast is a production of Yumigo Inc. Recorded at Jet Studios. Engineered, written, recorded, and produced by, you guessed it, James Arnold Taylor. 
All voices or parody and should be construed as entertainment only. All music and sound effects used with permissions and licenses through Backtracks, Digital Juice, Production Tracks, and Partners in Rhyme. James Arnold Taylor's Talking Myself, the podcast, copyright 2019, all rights reserved. Thanks, buddy. You got it, James. You gonna go now? No, I'm gonna hang out to the end. It's almost over, right? Yeah, it's almost over. When's it over? When I say. When's that? Well, how about... Now. No. Now. Right. <sighs> no. Now. Now. No. Now. Now. Right now. No. I, well, okay. Sure. Say goodbye. Goodbye. Bye-bye.